Hello, welcome to another episode of The High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Ryan, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Well, we're pulling off some technology over here. We've got uh, Brad Chesnick with Winfield United uh, joining us via Teams, Microsoft Teams uh, network. And then uh, he is our marketing manager for the Eastern region. Is that the right title now, Brad? I keep promoting you every time we have a call, I think. No, I, I think that's fair. Illinois and the Eastern BU, so... There pretty much everything east of Mississippi. And then also joining us in the podcast room is, is uh, David Brim. And he is the, uh, not only does he manage a branch at Mitchell, but then he also helps us with all the uh, pricing and, and uh, crop protection supply. Works with Mark Canary. And, um, and uh, he helps us with both supply, logistics, and then also uh, pricing of all our products. So, Dave, how are you doing today? Doing excellent. Good to be here. Yep. Um, Brad, I guess... Uh, I know every, probably every Friday or every couple of weeks, you come out with a, with kind of a new supply update. Um, and, uh, from a Winfield United standpoint, and I know you work closely with Dave and Mark as we're talking about crop protection in particular, and kind of put a timestamp on this. We're, we're in, uh, January of 2023 and getting ready here. I mean, before we know it in 60 to 90 days in Southern Indiana, we'll be We'll be really busy, won't we, Dave? Absolutely. And so, uh, tell us a little bit about. We hope so, right? Yeah, we yeah. certainly hope so. We That's hope. right. Uh, tell us a little bit about where we're at today. Uh, maybe compared to last year, and do we have some of the same problems, or kind of give us your insight on the markets? Yeah. So, so from a crop protection perspective, I I feel like we're kind of turning the corner a little bit on supply constraints on on some pretty key key ais you know 12 months ago we were uh we were looking at a lot of price appreciation here in the last six months even you know as our uh basic manufacturers uh moved into 2023 pricing we, we continued to see price appreciation uh but as far as supply chain goes i mean we, we've seen uh inventory start to build back from the grower level we've seen it build at the retail level and i think at the wholesale and supplier level as well. So um, that is very, uh, uh, makes me optimistic on 23 that we won't have the same supply issues that we've had. But uh, the other side of the page there is that I think we will continue to see maybe some price depreciation as supply gets a little heavier. You know, we're gonna have um, a channel that's been replenished uh, that's been, you know, kind of running dry over the last 24 to 36 months. So um, we'll see a few key AIs start to uh, diminish. I mean, obviously, we've seen bear take glyphosate pricing down, you know, a couple times here over the, the course of the Q4 and, and into Q1. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but uh, the landscape's uh, a little different than last year. We've been on the ups, upswing. I feel like we're kind of maybe crested and, and riding some of these down. Uh, but not to say that our uh, market's not going to still be profitable. I think it'd just be uh, interesting to see how people change their practices. You know, Clethodem was a really tight product the last couple of years. Glyphosate's starting to free up. So we'll see how those constraints uh, free up, how that affects price as demand goes down. Uh, but it'll be it'll be fun to watch over the next six months. I guess fun to watch, Dave. That's one way to put it, isn't it? Uh, the, it depends uh, on which end of the 
<laughs> which in your own. Yeah, I'm not sure if we call it fun or not, but anyway, it's it's been something. It's been a different experience in the past year, but I, I agree with him. It's it's much better than it was last year. Uh, we still have some issues with transportation, those type of things that kind of slowed things down and probably are going to continue to be more the issue than, than supply of the product for a while. But, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I think it was um – uh, well, it was last year about this time. I think you and Mark were really working through a lot of allocations. Yes. I mean, we were looking at grower purchase history, correct, yep. Dave? Correct, yep. Uh, we did that last year. Actually, we're still going through some of that today. There's still allocations out there based on more of a, a supply plan for, for you know, BSF's a big example of that. Of most of our products are still on a plan of you know, quarter deliveries and, you know, oh, yeah. so there's not a unlimited number that you can still order from, from, from some companies, you know, that's a good point, Dave. Um, a lot of things in the crop protection world, they don't show up. Correct. I mean, um, there'll be, uh, someone, uh, will make a statement out in the countryside, like make sure you have all of your chemicals on your farm. Well, they're not made yet. You know, pr- production hits at different times. And that's always a factor, isn't it, Brad? I think from your perspective, I mean, if you go north to south, or as Winfield United as a distributor goes north from south, you're trying to fill the market as it as the product comes in, probably, right, Brad? Yeah, it our uh, our market is so hand to mouth, and when you have when you don't have the capacity to hold your full year's needs, as most of our owners, retailers, growers don't have that capacity, right? Um, you have to be very strategic on how you position products. So making sure you take in the things that you know you have to have, the things that uh, may be depreciating in cost, the things that um, you have availability for, we're still going to have supply constraints. You're just going to have to make sure that uh, you take what you can get, but we're still going to have, you know, Plan B's and C's for 23. I don't think that's changing. I, I think we're still going to have those. I mean, especially insecticides. I think there'll be some pressure around fungicides. Uh, Herbicide-wise, I think Group 15s are going to be really tight. Um, so I think those three opportunities um, for owners and growers to make sure that they take a position on now. I would I would start working on um, the two G's as we talked about glyphosate and glufosinate. Those are a little. Uh, I would hedge my bet a little bit on those and maybe hold off a little bit and see how things play out. But uh, it's it's going to be uh, interesting as as we move into the spring. We'll, we'll have to be very cognizant of what we have on the floor and what we're planning for. Okay. And I think last year, Dave, we, it was atrazine, um, uh, glufosinate, uh, Liberty, uh, glyphosate Roundup, um, and then 2,4-Ds. I think those were the ones that were really – managing the hardest we yeah took- yes yes yeah. a lot of a lot of uh planning to try to make sure you had product when you when you needed it when you wanted it based on deliveries and like brad was saying you know just your your capacity to hold some of these limited some of that so you had to to take orders you know from customers uh to to try to be prepared to know when you need to have supply coming in you know to have it when they needed it and we we, did, we were very successful we we done very well i don't know any growers that really had uh, any issues with supply or getting a product we may have had some substitutions or product changes but uh, we were able to to make sure everybody had product they need to be on the farm it's kind of shifting gears to this year 
uh, it's a little bit of a concern to me that, that the customer doesn't have that urgency this year to get that order in like they did last year, thinking there was going to be supply issues. And, you know, and this year, if they don't make those pre-plans, it's still, there's still a lot of logistics has to go to make sure we have that product they need when they want it. So it, it definitely helps us to, to know their intentions or have that purchase made in advance, even if the supply isn't quite the issue that it has been or was last year. Some of these things go from being like a, we had to do it out of necessity to that. I mean, kind of best management practices at this point in time to where some of these things, I hope they don't go away. Right. um, As they help us plan as well. So, um, and we don't know, I guess when the next uh, supply chain issue will pop up we don't know what that is and there's just several things still that <clears throat> that we would think some of this would have shaken out you know we we even dealt with last year plastic lids on jugs or cardboard boxes or you know so we think about active ingredients and we think about the chemicals themselves a lot of times there's just everything to put it in so yeah. uh and those are uh so so this early ordering and, and preparation something we should hope that everybody continues to do every every year yeah, and I think people need to be really cognizant of the idea that this is a global market. Something can happen on the other side of the world that can completely change what we're doing, you know, or what we think is going to happen. You know, hopefully we're through past all that, but uh, the world we live in today, anything's possible. And you're right, David. It's such a global world. I mean, you think about BASF in Germany and the natural gas crunch yep. um, that they're in, experiencing with, the, with Ukraine and Russia. And then you wonder about... Uh, I may be off base here, but you know I've I've heard that some of the European companies are trying to relocate some manufacturing capability uh, just to get a more assured supply of natural gas, which is a big component of the manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, all those things make a difference. Yep. You know, that we don't think about. Uh, Brad, what do we need to be thinking about? Uh, I know one of the things we did, uh, Dave did, and and Mark did here at Premier Ag is they've replaced a lot of the smaller tanks for that we yield pesticides in the bulk tanks um, with larger that we can take truckloads of almost any product now, I think for the most part at our, most of our facilities. What, what other things do you think we need to be aware of going into this spring, which is right around the corner, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So to, to your guys points, I mean, it may be an active or it may be an inert ingredient. You know, we've ran into that to where BSF ran into, they had plenty of active, but not enough of the inert that they needed to, to make their formulation or, or formulate the product. So um, as far as moving into the spring, um, you know, being efficient with your bowl capacity, um, you know, within your own locations, even, even some growers are starting to get bulk capabilities as well too, right? So um, the high volume products are, are essential, right? I mean, we need to make sure that we're taking advantage of, of that, you know, the atrazines, the the glyphosates, the glufosinates, it, the ones that you know you're going to use, um, and then then working around your crop plan, right? Everyone should have a, hopefully has a crop plan by now, taking uh, taking a, a minute to figure out what their their system is. They're, they're essentially all the way across the board, all of their inputs, understanding what that is. I mean, it's, it's essential because you know, to your all's points, the trucking piece, the the ability to move that much um, uh, product or that many pounds or gallons in season is is not practical. Um, the planning process is is essential to you know our our industry. So, um, 
I don't know what the perfect product is to put in the in the shed right now, or as far as a bulk tank. I don't know if a year from now, if, if something's going to be you know 50% higher um, than than what we're looking at today. Uh, I do know there's obviously some depreciation. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Group 15s are tight. We're going to have to really focus on on that. Um, but uh, outside of that, uh, it's a it's an open book. We'll, we'll see how the spring plays out, and we can get a wild card. I mean, you never know what can happen in the next 60, 90 days uh, overseas too, with with all the imports we have to keep our you know domestic market rolling. And that's what Dave's working on, right? You started off, Brad, talking about um, both the inventory at distribution and the inventory at retail and the inventory at the farmer level. And that's what Dave and Mark is kind of working through now. Is And uh, I think last year was, uh, as we keep referencing last year, but they were taking existing inventory and, and new inventory and when that was coming in and what volumes. And uh, I think we're doing that same exercise probably again, aren't we, Dave? Absolutely. That's actually what we're doing this morning. Uh, going we through, called you out of it to yep. come down for a Go, podcast. Yeah, going through allocations, <laughs> going through orders, going through inventories, uh, locations, what we have. And that's, that's uh, you know, part of what we do to make sure we have the product where we need it, where we want it. Well, we better let you get back at that then, Dave. So we better, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, do you have anything else? I don't. I don't. But I, we do appreciate what you do. And I, I hope that, uh, you know, through our account managers and through um, uh, through the entire system that, that we continue to drive that message that, you know, we just don't know. I mean, it feels better, uh, but uh, we don't want to be naysayers or pessimistic about this. But uh, we saw probably probably what what the ugly side of it could look like last year. And uh, we feel better about it this year, but we certainly the preparations never can never stop for yeah, us. Absolutely. Well, Brad, thank you for all you do. I know you're uh, basically on call with us anytime we need you, and you're a big resource and part of the team at Premier Ag, and we appreciate all your support and insight. And uh, that's all we have, so I'd like to thank everybody for – Thanks, uh, Brad. Thanks, Dave. No, thank you, guys. Make sure our listeners uh, please like and subscribe, and that wraps up another episode of The High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Oh, 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 o